0: Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here you can find all the tools and skills you need to de-center men, center yourself and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hi there and welcome to this week's episode of Charlie's Toolbox where we discuss what it means to have a healthy relationship with rejection. I thought this would be a great topic to touch on because your relationship with rejection can be the thing that stops you from trying to get the things that you want out of life. So let's get started with this main topic. Guys, We everyone knows that rejection hurts. And according to psychologist, Sheila Robinson kiss rejection triggers the same area in the brain as physical and emotional pain. So it not only feels like you physically got punched, but it feels like you emotionally got punched as well. So it makes sense why we would want to avoid it at all costs. And I rejection is always going to hurt, but there are things you can do to soften that punch. Right. And this is, I'm going to give you some tips on how to do that. The first thing is watch out for the stories that you tell yourself. You got to watch out for those stories. Um, And I will give you an example on what I mean about watching out for those stories. Say, for instance, um, you aren't someone you're not attracted to rejects you. You really won't care because you never liked them anyways. Um, you would think they're delusional, you don't understand how they would like you, how how you how they could think you like them. So it's going to just roll off your back, right? If they reject you, it's going to roll off your back because like, I don't care. And I didn't like you anyway. However, if someone you like rejects you, you're going to immediately go to your insecurities to make sense of the rejection. You're going to feel and believe wholeheartedly that it's something that they saw in you that was horrible, that they didn't want to be around. Um, You're going to find different ways to hate yourself or even go as far as to change yourself because of what they said about you or what you think they thought about you. Now, in both examples, you are experiencing the same exact rejection, rejection, like objectively, they are the same exact rejection. Somebody is rejecting you. The only difference is, of course, the person who rejected you, but it's also the story that you told yourself afterwards. So. Like the person who you didn't like, you want to kind of train your brain to have really a neutral or no reaction to rejection. It can slide off your back because when it's someone you don't like, it does slide off your back and it does easily. Um, So it is something that you can do. It's just a matter of practicing that practicing, not telling yourself any story. And leaving the moment where it's at. So that's one way that you can, you know, soften the cushion of reje- of being rejected. The next point is to be delusional. People hate delusion, but you can really use it to your advantage. And what I mean by that is instead of creating a story that blames you, blames your insecurities um, after rejection, you can create a story that uplifts you and make you feel better and make you feel like you know the reason that you were rejected is because they knew that you were too good for them. So I don't think there's no problem in creating those type of stories. You know, sometimes my go-to is that oh, I'm being rejected because I might um you know, remind them of someone who treated them wrong when they were younger. You know, I might be Exhibiting, I might sound like them. I might look like them. I might smell like them. It may be something about me that reminds them of someone that they once loved and they dislike. Like you can make up any story you want after rejection because one, you ultimately do not know why you're being rejected unless somebody articulates it. And two, who you could create whatever story you want to, you know, make you feel better to protect your feelings, to care for you. I will say that there is a quick disclaimer about this. Use this delusional tool wisely. Use it to stop you from harming yourself with harmful stories or to protect yourself when you are building your self-worth up or to protect yourself from someone who is trying to actively harm you and build yourself and decrease your self-worth. But don't use it to ignore some problems or the work that you actually really do need to do. And that's going, you're going to have to trust yourself to make, you know, sense of what that distinction is, but just, you know, make sure that you aren't being delusional to a fall. another point that I think is a really good, that that's a good practice. And it's one that, It's very, it's like when you think about it, you're like, oh, well, that's an easy practice and then it makes sense, but it's often something that we don't do. You have to accept that it is okay to feel uncomfortable or sad or angry about an outcome. Like, it's okay. We mourn every day about little things. We mourn when a team loses. We mourn when we miss a train or a bus by a couple minutes. We feel that pit in our stomach. And or we mourn when we go to an artist concert and we realize they don't sound like the album. We're going to always mourn when we receive an outcome that we didn't want or an outcome that wasn't as expected. So I don't understand why we act like. Um, Romance Or love Or these like personal Things outside of career Why we wouldn't feel a way About rejection Like you're gonna feel a way And that's okay That's okay You had your hopes up You expected something You thought that you would get something You thought a timeline was going to Go or work in the way that you wanted to And it didn't It's okay to feel uncomfortable or sad about that. That's actually a natural and normal reaction. But you don't have to take those emotions and create a story about yourself. And that goes to my final point. You can acknowledge your feelings. I am feeling sad. I'm feeling upset because I was disappointed. But those feelings don't mean anything about you. They are a reaction they don't mean that you're bad or a bad person or you that means you have a self-esteem problem or self-worth problem or whatever prescription that you want to prescribe yourself. When you're rejected, you can feel uncomfortable about that and you don't have to make those feelings mean something. So I hope you enjoy these tips. Take them, use them. Remind yourself of them because rejection is going to inevitably happen in your life. You just have to make sure that the stories that you were telling yourself are ones that are uplifting and not ones that are going to tear you down and stop you from growing or doing things that you really, truly want to do. And on that note, you all take care. Bye-bye. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.